This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader this station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. We were talking about our favorite journalists, broadcast journalists and TV people. And Meredith Vieira's name came up innumerable times. I've got to catch up with Meredith, says I to my producer. And she said, yeah. I've watched her on 25 Words or Less. She's always doing something. And you, most of you know that Meredith started as moderator of The View. The View, to me, exists because of Meredith. And then she became the head, the host of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, the Today Show, 25 words or less going on now. And she's done some of the best shows with the best people in the industry, including her own show, The Meredith Vieira Show. So a lot has happened since I left you last. The kids have grown up. You're doing a zillion things. Fill me in. Yeah. Well, first of all, it's always such a pleasure to talk to you, Joan. I miss you very much. We we have not caught up in several years. And I know. boy, all of us have experienced a lot in no, the interim. Right. But um, big headline, my family's doing very well. We've maintained our health through these uh, difficult Thank times, goodness. fortunately. Richard, who you know is uh, dealing with MS and has autoimmune issues, has been able to stay healthy, so he's been our the, my number one priority. Uh, my reason for you know doing exactly what the CDC advises and wearing my mask and 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 it's, and it's paid off. We are we are well, thank God. Knock, knock on my wooden table here. Right. And our son that. Gabe, who was supposed to get married in 2020, his wedding was postponed because of the um, virus, but he was able to get married last September. To the wonderful Ali, so we're thrilled. And he, he's actually a correspondent at CNN in D.C., so oh, how he's fabulous. on his way. Yeah. So he, you, what about the other one? Is he involved in it, too? No, our oldest, Ben, is, has developed a startup that has to do with climate change uh, and the him. environment. And, and yeah, and um, property owners and how you deal with climate change and change and make your home um, safe and responsible. And he's, he's just starting up. He's in the raise money phase. And I look at him and go, I would never do what you do. It's not for the faint of heart because no, it could all you know blow what? up in your face. But, it's but tough. He, My daughter does that too. She loves yeah. startups. And I say the same thing. How can you, I can't ask people for money for charity. It's something I'm very bad at, right? And Me these too. kids go right out there and well, it try. Well, it's a particular kind of kid. You have to have a first of all, you have to have a good idea, but you also have a have to have a lot of confidence in yourself and what you've created, and be able to articulate that to folks. Um, and I, I and be and understand that disappointment comes with this. Uh, and my With son, everything. he said, you know, I get it. I get it. It may not work, but 
he said, I'll, I'll never know if I don't try. And th- no, that's, he's I'm right. I'm not surprised he went into that. Yeah. And then our daughter, Lil, Lily, she's marrying Charlie uh, next month at oh our my house. Gosh. You're yeah. kidding. So you're having a big wedding or? Well, it's a, probably going to be uh, 150 maybe. That's plenty. Uh, but yesterday, all the all the vendors came and I've, you know, huh. when the porta potty guy arrived, I went, "Oh my God, this is real now!" You know? Right, it's becoming <laughs> a deal. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So, but but we're very excited for her, and very, I mean, it means a lot to us that she chose her home. It's a very sweet I, thing. So I know. I'm, I'm. I hope it all works out well. I, I I'm sure it will. So it's going to work out fine, and it's. You're right. It's a lovely thing that the home is a place that she feels so good about that. Exactly. She wants exactly. to do it. I love that. So fill me in with you. You're always doing something. Well, I've, you know, I started I'm my fourth season of the Game Show 25 Words or Less premieres in September. So that has been, it's been an interesting ride because it's an L.A.-based show. So the first year we taped on the uh, studio lot where um, I Love Lucy was filmed and I would go every day and, and all the buildings there are low and they're, they're not tall buildings and they're all this pink stucco. And I mm. think, Oh my God, it's like going back in time. And it was right. so cool for me. I mean, I drank the Kool-Aid for LA. I, I love so much about it and it's fun to be there because normally I'm in New York and, uh, and then COVID hit. So 2019, we actually did it, you know, the show on a set. Then in 2020, uh, you know, our bosses were like, geez, we don't know what we're going to do. And my immediate boss said, do you have a, any place in your home that we could set up a camera, you know, mm-hmm. create a studio? And I said, well, we have a basement. And they came and they looked at it and they said, we're going to do this. And darn if they didn't, they did a fantastic job. And we were able to keep our show going. And because of COVID, it, not totally, but in part, people were home and they were looking for entertainment and they were channel surfing. And we found all the all these folks found mm-hmm. us and we were providing um, a little bit of fun for them. A half hour every day. It's a strip show. So it's Monday through Friday. And uh, we started to build an audience um, Fabulous, because they were home. Yeah. One of my favorite stories is uh, we we do uh, every show we have a fan is part of the show through Zoom. And so I'm talking to this woman and I'm saying, so how did you come upon us? And she said, well, you know, my mom and I have been obviously at home and we fell onto your show and we watched it. And we looked at each other at the end and said, well, you know what? It's better than nothing. Oh, <laughs> I said, well, okay, well, thank you. Oh, that, and that's our new tagline ever since then because it was so adorable and it wasn't meant to be mean. It was just, right. that's there what I you. love about just people is they, they just say what they feel. And she was hysterical. And at the end of the day, she's right. <laughs> oh, my God, that's so funny. It's such a backhanded <laughs> compliment. But exactly. <laughs> it's well, it's okay. summarizes television, too. <laughs> I know. And you've had more things going on in TV and started. I was thinking about that today. Some of the major shows and things that happened were because you did them. 
you well, know, you know, it's, it, I don't know if you're giving me far more credit than I deserve, no, but um, I've just been lucky. I, I've been in the right place at the right time over and over. It's just, you know, nobody could predict. It's, it's been a funny career because I've gone all over the map. I, I started in news, then I moved over to um, The View and did that. Then I did Game with Millionaire and I was doing the Today Show back in news, but that's a hybrid, and then back into game. So I've sort of followed um, my passions at the moment. I've always felt like, why not? Um, I tend to lead with yes uh, most of the time. And I also, knowing what this business is like, thought it would be good to have um, a lot of skills, you know, in your toolbox, a lot of tools in the toolbox so that, hey, you need a game show person? I'm your gal. Oh, you want something for talk? I can do that. News? Been there, done that. So it just, I thought it was a good way to sort of beef up my professional resume. And, and I ended up loving them all. So it's been, it's been, it's been a nice ride. But you also were willing to pay the price. Like I have kids, you know, who are always calling sort of all of us about, um, where they can get a job or can we help them, sure. that kind of thing. And they want to start right at the top. But you started in Providence. You worked your way to New York. You've done a lot of due paying along the way. Oh, absolutely. And I think that's the only way to go. I, it always amazes me people who think they're entitled to the top job right away Um there's a lot to be said about paying your dues and learning the ropes. You know, the only way to do that is to start at the bottom and work your way up and work really hard and 10 times harder than the person next to you and, and maintain your humility and be a good, good person because it's a small business. And for no other reason than that, it's smart to always be kind. If you're not, if you're not automatically kind, it just makes business sense to be decent to no, people because you're going to see them you. again. That's right. um, and yeah, but, uh, but luck also it played a big um, role in my career and then knowing what to do with it when I got, when I got those moments. Yeah. But even when you were working in Chicago, as I recall, yeah. you were a yes, um, journalist then. Yeah. And people started paying attention to you, you know, in Chicago, not in New York. And it started paying off. Well, but I was in Chicago for CBS News. I was uh -huh. in their bureau. I wasn't a local right. reporter. And the reason they sent me to Chicago, which did end up being a huge springboard for me, I had just gotten to the network. Dan Rather was, had recently been installed as the new anchorman taking over for Walter Cronkite. And I was based in the New York bureau. I reported for work. But a couple of weeks before then, I had long hair. And I had gotten the perm. I wanted some body in my hair, and it didn't come out very good. So I went back to get it redone, which you never do with a perm. Because what happened is my hair turned brittle. It started yeah, to break it off. Sometimes they had, blows up. Uh, it totally blew up. I had to cut it really short. I wore a hat every day. I started work at CBS oh, no. News in January. And then finally, one of the vice presidents walked by me. John Lane was his name. Ended up being a, a dear friend of ours. And he said, really should take the hat off. You're in the building. And I took off my, like, ski cap or whatever. And I uh -huh. swear to God, I'll never be able to prove it. But that was, like, on a Monday. 
He gave me a look, and by Thursday, Van Gordon Sauter, who was the head of CBS News at the time, called me in the bureau, the New York bureau, and said, we think we'd like to send you to Chicago. And I ended up going that weekend, crying. Uh, I'm in this freezing cold thing, but I I figured, well, she'll have to wear the hat there. You know, she'll be outside. That's so funny. Yeah, but as it turned out, that was during a recession. And the farm belt and the rust belt and all... The Midwest was hurting so badly that I was on the air pretty much every day. So by huh. the spring, I had I was like a known entity. Like people knew me, they knew my work. So it ended. You know, the, the one time getting a bad perm pays off. <laughs> I had it. That's for sure. That's yeah. for sure. And of course, Meredith. During those years, she had young children. Many of us were in that boat. And we were torn between work and family and how do you do? Some of us had bosses that would say, I get it. You know, let me try to accommodate you. Others, we would hear, you come to work, your husband goes to work, and you had to make a difficult choice. And when you walked away from 60 Minutes, it was a huge conversation in this country. It did. It did turn into a uh, a conversation on uh, news programs and talk shows. And some people um, respected my decision. Some people vilified me for it, felt that, you know, I was a poster child for women having it all. And I had um, sort of tossed that away, at least in their minds, because of uh, my children. And but, you know, at the end of the day, I followed my heart and I had again. It, we went. We could go back to my son having faith in himself with his startup. I had enough confidence in myself to believe I would land on my feet, and enough um, love for my family or my priorities to know that if I didn't put my family first, I I couldn't live with myself comfortably. I'm not. No, I'm not criticizing anybody else's decision, but I knew for me that you had what to the decision do had to be. Yeah. yeah, well, that but that was a big deal and a brave decision from what many people in the news business would consider the perfect dream job. And it was. Yeah. And Don Hewitt, I mean, we butted heads. We ended up friends years later. But, you know, he 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 had no patience for the whole kid thing. Right. Because you said he had a baby. Was yeah, his baby was 60 minutes. So we were both fighting for our babies. You know, they were just different. <laughs> but you got through it. And then I was trying I to remember, it. The View came at what point when you started the, as the original moderator? The View came, I had had my daughter, our, our youngest, Lily, and then I was approached by ABC News to do a documentary series called Turning Point. That was hosted by Diane Sawyer, and I think Barbara Walters hosted it occasionally, and I was one of the correspondents. And I was, so I was doing long-form work and actually loving it. Um, and Barbara had come up with this idea for a show, and she asked the people, the, the, the executives at Turning Point, both of whom were women, um, about me. And they said... That she said, is she funny? And they and Betsy West, who has now gone on to do amazing movies like RBG, 
um, you know, the, with, from right. CNN Productions. I mean, she's done amazing work uh, in, in that format. She said, yeah, she's funny. She's a little like a nut, but she's funny and she's <laughs> smart. And so Barbara said I, she, wanted, she wanted a journalist at the helm of it. She just felt to anchor the show, and she didn't want to be that person. She wanted to be able to come in and out of the show when she felt like it. So uh-huh. that's that's how I got it. And, uh, yeah, and then while I was at The View, um, I had been nine years in, and the Today Show came to me. Oh, and while I was at The View, actually, The Millionaire came to me, Michael Davies, because, you know, they were moving it into syndication, and Reg didn't want to do, Regis Philbin didn't want to do syndication. And so this uh, guy came to me, Michael Davies, who ran millionaire and asked me if I wanted to do it. And I said, yeah, I love the show. So I was doing both uh, the view and millionaire. And then nine years into the view, I get a call from Jeff Zucker at NBC. And he said, I want to meet you. And I, I said, well, I'm kind of busy. You know, I'm like, I'm going from show to show. He said, I'll pick you up from the view and drive you over to your taping of millionaire. And on that two minute drive, he said, no one knows this yet, but Katie Couric is leaving. And we'd like you to replace her. Uh, I, and I remember, I'll never forget saying, which this is, you know, you have moments where you disappoint yourself. This, I'm, I'm ashamed that I did say this, but I said, aren't you skewing old? And I fought against ageism forever, but I don't know why it came out. And he said, no, you know, I, I believe in talent. That's what I'm skewing towards. Mm. And I just said, okay, touche, Mr. Zucker, thank you. And I, I was not a morning person. I'm still not, never been my thing. But he, he, he was very it. smart. He said, Let, let's, well, he asked me to meet. He asked me to meet Matt, and he asked me to meet uh, the executive producer of the show and then somebody else. By the time I met them all, I just said, you know what, if I don't do this, I'm going to regret it. I, I should do it. And I ended up having a – it was a fabulous experience, but I'm not a morning person. And after five years, I just yeah, said, I, I'm, it's not I'm, – I'm living a life where I don't even sleep. You know, so mm-hmm. I'm, I felt I was constantly being pushed and pulled by the show and you're always prepping. And it just, I don't know. It was I just, too much at the time. It was too much. If you, you have to really love it. And for somebody like, for example, Savannah and Hoda now, who are fabulous, they are morning people. They like that. Matt was a morning person. If you're a morning person, I think it helps a lot. I loved doing the show, but for the rest of the day, I was just really tired. And I was going from the Today Show. I didn't stop doing uh, Millionaire. I continued to do Millionaire. So I was up at 2 a.m. And Uh, then my day ended at 6.30 or something. Too hard. And was Millionaire a big transition from what you were doing to this kind of game show? You know, people asked me if, if it was or why I would do a game show. And I said, well, first of all, I happened to love that show. I, as a viewer, I had watched it with my family from the time Reach started it. Ooh, I mean, he was unbelievable in that role. And so, and it was also, why not? But as it turns out, the, the, my definition of the host of Millionaire, the way I saw that role, was you needed to, these people are coming on television. Most of them have never been on television before, 99.9%. They were nervous. It's a lot of pressure. The lights, the music, the sound effects of that show were extremely intimidating and meant to be. And then they were surrounded by an audience in like a arena setting. 
and um, with a spotlight on them. And I said, my job is to make these folks as comfortable as I can, as quickly as I can, so that they can be their best selves. They got here because they took the test and they passed it. They know how to do this, but nerves can get to you. So my reporting skills, my interviewing skills were essential. I knew how to talk to somebody. I knew how to draw them out. I knew how to, you know, make them the focus, make them (laughs) the storyline, make them feel important about their place and comfortable in their place. And as I recall, you spent doing this, what, 11 years? 11 years, yeah. Wow. And the show, of course, syndicated thousands of episodes. Right. Well, when you do a game show, yeah, when you do a game show, um, like we're doing 25 Words or Less now, you shoot, it's an interesting thing because you shoot it as a block. So we actually only shoot six weeks. In, in the studio, or now my satellite studio in New York and the studio in L.A., uh, um, at least that has been since 2020. So you have, you're shooting six shows a day for six weeks for a total of between 175 and 180 shows. So in that six weeks, you're exhausted. And it's performance. So you rise to the occasion, and you know how to do it. You pace yourself, whatever, and it's fun. But then it's done. You've done your entire year. Mm. And when I first got Millionaire, Pat Sajak, I was at some event, and Pat Sajak said to me, don't tell anybody about this gig. Because, he said, because it's kind of a scam. And he was talking about his, his show was the same. He said, I do this for a certain number of weeks, and then I go off and I golf and I travel and I do whatever uh, else he does. And I, I thought, you know, yeah, it's not so bad. And he's still doing it. And he's still doing it, and he's fantastic. And are you having fun doing 25 words or less? I'm having a great time. I miss being at the studio in Los Angeles because I made so All many friends. People. The people on this yeah. show are on the show are wonderful. On the other hand, we created this little satellite staff here in New York of just five of us. It's in my home. We had one of the, the uh, our makeup artist, Bradford Knight, is an unbelievable chef. And a cook, baker. So every once a week, he'd oh. make a cake for us. We would hang out. It was always, you know, we did it in the fall. So the weather would be beautiful. And it was like being like at a little mini resort for our, everybody because it was just being at somebody's home. Right. And you know, relaxing. It was so laid back and fun. Yeah. And we loved each other. We still do. There's only five people and we were tested every day. So we felt very safe and the whole thing. And you're not traveling. I remember in the beginning, one of your reasons for changing what you were doing was you didn't have to travel that much. Right. Uh, when I when I took the job with um, 25 Words or Less, I knew it was an L.A. show. But, and, I, and because I really love L.A. and I have a lot of friends there and I love hiking in the hills and all of that in the canyons, um, I thought, oh, I'll, I'll do six weeks out there. I, I think that's great. Um, but, but travel per se, no. The yeah. last trip I took, Joan, was in April. There is a cruise line, and now I'm going to blank. Uh, oh, my God, I can't believe I'm blanking uh, on the name. This is embarrassing. Don't um, worry about it. And yeah, but I, I, I do because I like to give them credit. credit. Um, 
Yeah. So they, they do river cruises, Avalon. And, oh, and? And they had a new boat that was supposed to be launched in 2020 um, to go along the Danube. And they had named it The View. So they were in some meeting in 2019, and they said, you know who we'd like to christen this ship? Meredith Vieira, because she was the original host of The View. Um, They just thought it was a cute little tie-in. So the the cruise got canceled in 2020, but uh, this past April, I was able to go, and I was able to take my daughter, Lily, and her um, fiancé, Charlie. How great. And that was... I was nervous to travel, to be honest with you. It was my first time since the pandemic broke out. But the protocol, I felt very good about it and and the whole thing. And it was a very small group of people on this ship, only industry people who write about travel. How much? Fun. And it was, in the, you know what it made me realize? You know, how much you miss being part of the world. I how, know. you know, you just, at the end of the day, what makes us human is this, need to connect with each other and it's it's not just over zoom you know no it's, it's been a tough time to have it it's been a it's, tough time but fortunately things are great and as you mentioned in the beginning your husband is doing fine please say hello he's to doing him really me. well I'm oh yeah i know he said say hi to my girlfriend so you're high up on his list, I'll tell you. <laughs> and, of course, you've got a wedding coming up, so you've got a lot of great things. Thank yeah, you, I have Meredith. no reason to complain. Thank you, John. No, it's always I such a pleasure. I love talking to you. Say you hi too, to Judy. everyone. We'll talk again. Meredith Fiera. Okay. What's spring like in Park City, Utah? Imagine waking up on a bluebird day to ski the greatest snow on Earth at two world-class resorts, Park City Mountain and Deer Valley. Exploring miles of wide-open spaces by snowshoe or cross-country skis. Wandering our historic Main Street with its opera ski scene and award-winning restaurants. When you love it like we love it, Park City, Utah will always be winter's favorite town. Join the experience at visitparkcity.com.